Okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, hello, friends. Welcome to kind of a throwback episode of Turtle Power Presents Power Playthroughs Podcast with Turtle Power because we're sitting next to a river. Um, way, 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 way back in the day, I recorded a lot of episodes sitting next to a river because I was regularly going on a commute that had me uh, driving past a river um, and had a rest stop that had a nice, a nice place to sit. And so I would sit there and play video games and record podcasts. Um, and today, um, we're going to do that with a, a game called Cormon. I'm actually on vacation. Cormon just came out today on the Nintendo Switch, uh, and I was sent a copy of it to check out here from Freedom Games. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm actually, my wife and I are in a little, a little getaway vacation, and the place we're staying uh, is next to the water. So we're going to start a game in English here. Cormon. I played a little bit of this um, on the phone's test version. The, the iOS version's not out yet, but there was a test that I played. Um, do you like to play with offline save slots, I suppose? So, um, and... Uh, first, uh, Koromon, and I like what it does. Um, we're seeing a kid sleeping in bed. There's a sleeping emoji above his head. Someone comes walking into the room exclamation point above their head they come up to the bed and kick me that's that's mother and she says rise and shine honey don't you hear your alarm don't close your eyes again today's your first day of work at lux solace and it says quest started prologue and she starts to walk out and she gets an idea and she says why don't you put on something nice you want to make a good impression and then she walks out of the room and we get to make her character we're going to go with the default skin tone that it has selected for us here how do we change ah here we go our shirt uh, we can put on a yellow, like a yellow hoodie, it looks like. There's some coat options. There's dresses. There's what looks like uh, a tunic. There's a jacket. There's actually quite a bit of options here. Um, we're going to go with the one that looks like a yellow hoodie uh, and blue pants and uh, uh, red sneakers. And we are going to wear glasses. I'm going to put on a pair of blue glasses. Um, we've got kind of a messy boy haircut right now. We're going to go for... Um, boy, these are all pixel haircuts. It's kind of hard to tell. We can do a mohawk. Uh, oh man, here's like an emo side comb over thing. We're, we're gonna go with the scruffy side emo haircut, I think. Uh, and no beard. And our hair is going to be, uh, kind of a purpley color. And, oh, we can wear a hat instead. Ooh, there's a panda hat, there's headphones, um, there's a cowboy hat. Um, there's a frog hat. We'll go no hat. You look great, it says. I sure do. Game. Uh, our name on this playthrough is going to be Troitel. Troitel. There we go. All right. Look at us. We look cool. We did a cool emoji face. Uh, let's walk out of the room. It looks like if we hold B, we can run. Run down the stairs. Here's me and my little brother, Dexter. I broke your flappy, swirmy high score last night, he says. Haha, <laughs> beaten by our little bro, he's playing a video game. My mom says, or I say, good morning. My mom says, good morning, Troidal. You're looking sharp. And I do cool face emoji again. You must be so excited. You're finally going to become a Lux Solus battle researcher. To celebrate your new job... I made a reservation at your favorite breakfast place. We can head there before going to the station. And I say, that sounds great. And she says, come on. All right, 
Dexter, dear, please keep an eye on the cakes in the oven. Okay, Mom. Whoa. That's something very windy. I hope that the windscreen on this microphone's working. A delicious breakfast later, it says on the bottom of the screen. And now we're at a train station. So this is all pixel art. Very much a throwback to uh, uh, kind of the Game Boy Advance era of Pokemon games, I would say. Oh, it looks really great. So here we are, Turtle, at the starting line of your own adventure. Look at you all grown up and choosing your own path in life. I'm a little sad to see you go. Ooh, I can use the touchscreen to advance dialogue. But I'm also very proud of you. Ever since you were little, you've been dreaming of working for Luxolus. I know you're ready for this. That's why I got you a little something. I've been saving up for this day so you don't have to worry about gold. Here you go. Don't spend it all in one place. And I got 3,000 gold. And I say, thanks, Mom. That's very sweet. I'll make good use of it. And she says, glad to hear that, honey. And there's an exclamation point above her head. And she says, oh, look, I can see the train approaching. And there's the train. Right on time at 7 o'clock, it looks like, according to the station clock. Do you have everything you need? Your backpack, your ticket, clean underwear? Don't worry, Mom. I'm old enough to take care of myself. Whoa. That was a very loud train or whistle from the, the train person. And he says, Mom says, the train is about to depart. You better get on before it leaves without you. But first, a big hug. Aww. And now off to the train I go. Goodbye, Mom. My mom's got a crying emoji. Goodbye, dear. And the train heads off, and she watches me leave with another crying emoji above her head. That's really sweet. I thought those were real-life birds. Those are in-the-video game birds. Uh, excuse me, we're pulling up into a train station in a, it looks like a foresty area, maybe a Pacific Northwesty type environment, based on the evergreen trees. All right, we step off the train, look around, and uh, we can move again. All right, we're gonna run over this way. I wonder, oh man, you can. You can play this game uh, fully using the touchscreen. If you touch in the corner of the touchscreen, it makes a virtual analog stick appear. You can press on the little sneaker button to run. Um, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, press A to go through uh, the turnstiles and we'll head out the door. So if, if you are a, uh, a touchscreen focused person, uh, this is that's a great option for you. Um, all right, we're heading out of the trade station. Let's check with this lady first. She's the receptionist, and she says, Hello, and welcome to the Luxolus campus. How may I assist you? And I say, Hello, my name is Troidal. I'm starting out as a battle researcher today. She says, A new colleague? How lovely. I think you'll have a wonderful time working for Luxolus. Please give me a moment while I check your registration. And she goes over to the keyboard, or the computer, and she goes, Aha, I see. It looks like we still need to know your preferred difficulty. With this, we can personalize your adventure. Most trainers use the normal difficulty, which I would recommend for the regular experience. Take this handbook and read it well. It explains the differences of each difficulty in detail. Receive the difficulty handbook. Uh, okay, trainers look for a challenge may consider using difficulty other than normal. Um, so on easy, Coromon will fully restore their HP when they level up. Shop items are cheaper and... Uh, you can revive your Coromon using cakes. On normal, there's no extra rules. On hard, if one of your Coromon faints, it will leave your squad. Heeding the call of the wild, it returns to its habitat. And on insane, uh, in addition to that, it says you can't escape from any battle and you may only catch one Coromon in each area using the Luxor. If it faints, you are out of luck, though you are free to capture any perfect Pokemon, or Coromon, excuse me. That's right, this game has built-in Nuzlocke rules, which is pretty cool. 
Uh, but for today, we're just going to play on the uh, the normal difficulty. Um, we're going to go the preset difficulty. Normal. Confirm. Yes. All right. And she says, I've made all the necessary adjustments for you. You can return to that computer at any time to change your difficulty. And I say, great. Then she says, before you continue, could you tell me if you've followed a Lux Solus trainer course before? Uh, I probably have, but a while ago. I don't remember it, so we're going to say no. Uh, every battle researcher requires a gauntlet in order to carry Coromon safely around something. I didn't see what the name of the, the area was. There are several color variants from which you can choose. One moment, please. Uh, we have the Gela Blue variant, the Green variant, and the Red variant. Uh, please choose the one you like the most. Green, blue, or red? Um, this is like a gauntlet that goes on your wrist. Um, I don't know if there's a mechanical difference, but we're going to go with the blue one. Oh, she says it goes well with my eyes. And then I got the Lux Recall RC. The state-of-the-art device allows you allows for streamlined training experience. Okay. Your first stop will be the Coromon Lab. Excuse me. Will, will be the Coromon Lab, where Gideon will help you get started. You can find him in the next building over. Have fun and shine bright. I love this. So we're going to go to the Coromon Lab, uh, which is where we're going to meet our Professor Oak-type character uh, and pick our first Coromon, except for the way they do it in this game is very very cool uh much cooler than pokemon games do um i think actually the pokemon mystery dungeon games do this you'll see uh peter goes ah you must be the new battle researcher i've heard so much about gideon is the one that'll get you up to speed <laughs> let me fetch him for you and he looks around then he comes back and goes hmm looks like gideon is out for lunch ah, but no worries i can take a quick break to get you everything you need follow me First of all, let me grab you a data chip. I got a data chip. The data chip is a nifty chip for your gauntlet that will record every Coromon-related action you take. All the data is sent back to us where it's analyzed right here in this very lab. As an incentive for sending us oodles of interesting data, you'll be rewarded handsomely, of course. Milestones and promotion bonuses can re be redeemed right in your menu. Isn't that handy? That's pretty simple stuff. I'm sure you'll figure it all out as you get more comfortable with the job. See, I like that. That's our reason for going out is we're just, we're just doing a job, man. We're just helping them research. All right, all right. You're almost good to go. But you wouldn't get far without a generous employee starter package. I got six spinners and two HP Cake S and two SP Cake S and two Lux Recall and a type manual. The type manual there will be especially invaluable throughout your journey. I suggest taking a quick gander at it before we set out. And it tells me all my type effectiveness stuff. There's normal, electric, ghost, sand, fire, ice, water, magic, foul, heavy, air, poison, and cut. And half of those, uh, starting with magic, are skill only. So you can't have a magic type Pokemon or Coromon or a foul type Coromon. Those are just abilities can be that. Um, and yeah, like, like magic does uh, double damage to ghost type uh, stuff like that. Well then, I know how excited you must be to get your very own Coromon. Nelson will provide you with one downstairs. That's pretty much it for me. I gotta get back to work. New trades don't discover themselves, you know. Alright, let's head downstairs to Nelson. We take an escalator down the stairs. And go through a slidey door. And here's Nelson in front of a computer. And there's three, uh, like, circular slots in the ground that are currently closed, but they're clearly going to open up later. 
Nelson says, ah, oh, that smell. And he turns around. He goes, ah, the smell of a starry-eyed battle researcher here to receive their first Koromon. Just hold tight a moment until I finish updating the Koromon Connectifier. And he's working on the computer and doing stuff. So that should do it. He turns around and he smiles and says, allow me to introduce myself. I'm Nelson, head of the Koromon Lab. Let's connect you to a Koromon. We'll run a series of tests to find the one which is most suited to your personality. And I go, I can't wait. That's the enthusiasm I love to hear. Let me just uh, hop over and take some quick measurements. Let me see. And he's walking all around me. Hmm. Looking at my back. Oh, and I'm looking at my other side. Okay. And then he says, now comes the fun part. The machine is ready to scan your brain waves. Please enter. And we step into the big computer machine. Please keep still during the scan. Otherwise, you might lose an arm. Or worse, damage my machine. <laughs> All right, let's do this thing. Analysis commence. And, and bright lights shine on me. And they're scanning me and stuff. And there's a little picture of me on a computer screen and data readouts and stuff. And he goes, I will now ask you a series of questions while the machine measures your brain activity. Question one. You encounter a wild Cormon. What is your first reaction? Uh, try to capture it. I see. I would do that too. Question two. What is your motivation for becoming a battle researcher? I want to attain the strongest Koromon, I want to earn a good living, or I want to protect Valua's environment. I'm going to say, I just, I, just want to, I just want to earn a good living. That's some good motivation right there. Question three. Which of these three attacks appeals the most? We've got Fiery Breath, Toughen Up, or Inner Peace. I'm going to go with Fiery Breath. Not my favorite, but let's continue. Question four. Which of these colors appeals to you the most? Crimson Red, Navy Blue, or Arctic Blue? I'm going to say Navy Blue. That's the same color as my living room. And the final question, describe your ideal first date. Candlelit dinner, skydiving, skydiving or museum tour? Uh, museum tour, because you get to see some cool stuff and uh, you get a, like get a vibe of what each other are interested in. Oh, so romantic. All done, watch your step. That wasn't so hard now, was it? Fantastic, you must be excited to hear the results. Stand in front of the hatches when you're ready. All right, so we're going to come down here, and he goes, here are your options. And three Cormon come up. The fire type, Taruga. This Cormon is very strong, loves to battle, and can learn powerful moves. He's like a little fiery turtle guy. And then there's Nibligar, a water type Pokemon. It has high endurance in battles, is able to outlast most other Cormon. And then there's the ice Cormon, Cub Zero. It's like a snowball, but with a bear cub sticking its head and arms and legs out of it. This Gormon's a jack-of-all-trades, the perfect balance between offense and defense. And now, the results of your analysis. The algorithm shows multiple options that would be a good match. You and the Ice Cormon Cub Zero would go well together. And with the Water Cormon Nibblegar, you'll surely get far. That makes it hard to choose, right? Why don't you take a little uh, closer look? Trust your instincts and pick the one you like most. So interesting, last time I did this, I answered something differently. Because last time I got Nibblegar, uh, it was just like Nibblegar is the one we recommend. But then you can choose which one you want. Um, I'm going to go with Nibblegar. Because that's what I got last time, right? That lends it in that favor. But Cub Zero is, he's a little polar bear in a snowball. We're going to go with Cub Zero. Give a nickname to Cub Zero. Yes. His name's going to be uh, Cubbles. C-U... No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. C... I, I, I did... Okay. C-U-B-B... 
L-E-S. That's easier to do with the touchscreen. Cubbles. Cub Zero. The algorithm never lies. Your Cub Zero seems to have the stoic trait. Very useful indeed. But you won't get far out there with just one Coromon. Take this patter bit for extra protection. And he gives me a patter bit. Now that you've got your own Coromon, let's give that data chip of yours a test run. I'll activate your Lux Call RC to take us to the battlegrounds. Hold on, and we teleport out like we're in some kind of a Star Trek. And now we're on like a battlefield. And there's uh, like stands around and stuff. He says, here we are. Are you prepared for your first battle? And I say, we're gonna battle? Aren't you an expert? Uh, don't worry, it'll be a fair fight. I've brought my Taruga, which has the same level as your Cub Zero. Helpful tip, if you hold down your skills, you'll get a detailed overview of, of their effects. Be sure to try it out if you're ever confused with what a skill does. Good luck, Troidal. Give it your all. Ready? Let's jam. And we're going to a battle screen. Very cool. There's, you can see, like, the environment and stuff. He sends out his Tortuga. But, yeah, you can actually, like, see the environment, unlike most Pokemon games, where there's just kind of nothing around you. Um, so we can fight here. We're going to choose the fight option, and we've got either Scratch or Cute Pose. I'm wondering if I press... Uh, okay, if I press Y, Couples tries to rest. Uh... How do I get details? So I pressed A and did scratch. He used slam. There must be a way to do that with the controller, right? Uh, a couple takes a quick rest for, okay. So you can restore your SP by taking a rest, which is not what I meant to be doing. Um, how do you, ah, if you, if you hold down A, then a screen comes up that tells you about your attacks. So scratch with the tar or scratch the target with sharp claws has a 20% increased critical hit chance. And cute pose. The user strikes a cute pose, lowering the defense of the opposing team. We're just gonna scratch again. Although I'm down, I'm at nine health. Oh, I got a crit hit though. Uh, he used cute pose. How dare he? I'm at nine health. He's at seven health. Thanks to me taking that unnecessary rest. I used scratch. Got him down to three. He used cute pose again. Oh, what a fool! What a fool, Tor Tor Taruga. Taruga. I'm gonna scratch again. Beat him. Critical hit. Taruga has fainted. Look at that. And he goes back into a little uh, triangular trap thing that's definitely not a Pokeball. And I got 117 experience points and leveled up to level 6. And my SP and HP and speed and attack and defense and special attack and special defense all went up. Uh, Frost Chomp unlocked. Chomp the target with Icy Teeth. Has a 10% chance to freeze the target. Sweet. Milestone achieved. Troidal defeated Nelson. Impressive. And I got 49 gold for winning. We smile at each other and walk to the center of the battlefield. Well done. You and your Coromon are going to make quite a team. I just know it. Remember that you can visit a trainer hub at any time to restore your squad back to full health. And I'm smiley and say, thanks for the tip. Am I ready to catch some Coromon on my own now? And he goes, absolutely. You can start by exploring Radiant Park. And I go, I'm on it. And I run off. And he goes, wait, there's one more thing. I advise you not to press the bridge yet. The Coromon past that point are generally less beginner friendly. Larry from the R&D lab can hook you up with a gauntlet module to keep you safe. You can find the lab in Radiant Park. Best of luck, Troidal. I'll be at the Coromon lab if you need me. Shine bright. And he disappears. Um... So yeah, this is basically where I played two before, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I am I am excited to play more of this. Um, the battle structure feels very similar to Pokemon. Um, I do like the SP thing because all of your abilities 
are drawing from that SP bar. So it's kind of like your, um, well, stamina points, I guess is what it stands for. And the rest concept is weird that you can like take a, you, you can take a turn and you restore half of your SP. So if you like only use super strong moves, then you're gonna have to sacrifice turns in order to do that, um, which is all very interesting. Oh man, there's some people floating by on the river. That's exciting. Um, and, uh, but I don't know what the overall structure looks like. I don't know if there's something like gyms. I don't know. Um, but what I'll tell you what, uh, this just came out. I, I'm probably going to get this episode up on Friday. It just came out on Thursday. Uh, and, uh, next, uh, week I should have an article up on geek to geek media about it, where I talk a little bit more about the structure. So check that out. Uh, yeah. And that's all I got until next time, friends. Sape and hope for the best. The Power Playthroughs podcast is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably podcast network and Geek2Geek Media. Visit troidalpower.com to find more of my nonsense, links to both networks, and the Patreon where you can support the show.